Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Welcome to episode 136 of French Your Way podcast, episode 136. And if you're new to this podcast, French Away Podcast is about uh, helping you learn or brush up some vocabulary, some uh, French uh, expressions, but also some uh, French uh, grammar. And sometimes too, I give you tips on how to uh, assist you with uh, with uh, your learning French in general. And that's the case uh, today, since I'm going to talk about how to increase, how to expand and your French vocabulary. I'm going to give you my best tips for that. And yeah, it's Mike from Delaware, USA. Bonjour, Mike, who uh, gave me this uh, suggestion or um, submitted this uh, the following question to me at least. So Mike said, um, I do have a question for you. Not an easy one, I'm sure. And uh, I like reading that because I'm always uh, up to a, a challenge. What is the best way to improve and increase one's vocabulary? This is the one thing I think that is really holding me back from improved fluency, especially in reading. Sometimes it is easier if I can link words to a story, such as uh, one of your podcasts, but I seem to get stuck because I read a newspaper and there will be maybe five words I don't know, and so I jot them, I jot them down, but remembering them is hard. I use an app called Quizlet, which is helpful. What is harder is uh, reading a book like uh, Pilote de Guerre, where there might be two or three words per page, I don't know. Uh, that's not too bad already. Uh, in a book, uh, those words can really add up. In the end, uh, it might just be that I'm lazy. And I need to grind through my Quizlet app to memorize these words. But I would appreciate any help and advice you can provide. Thanks for uh, your question, Mike. So first of all, uh, and by the way, Quizlet, uh, I'll probably mention it in the in the podcast. All um, the the links of um, what I mentioned are in the show notes of the episode. So if you want to uh, to try and test this app, uh, you will find the the, the URL there. And uh, no, I don't think you are lazy. And I think uh, many people can actually, maybe students can uh, relate to this problem. Hence why I'm uh, doing a specific episode about it. My first advice would be do not look up every uh, second word in your dictionary because that's very discouraging. I know that because uh, I had to start reading in English myself. Uh, that was a, a while back now. But um, when I picked up my first English novels and I remember, actually, I can picture me in that on that couch uh, in Ireland, I was uh, being a French assistant in Dublin. I had uh, borrowed a book from the from the library, and I was like, "Okay, I'm here to uh, learn, or actually more like improve my my English." So I'm going to diligently write down any new word, any word that I don't know from this novel in this uh, like notepad that I also uh, bought specifically for that. And so I'm going to learn some vocabulary for that. And guess what? Uh, I was constantly interrupted in my reading. It was slow. It was painful. So that's probably not a good way to approach reading as um, both, of course, learning learning experience, but also uh, 
relaxing, uh, immersing, and uh, entertaining experience. Be selective in your reading. Read something that you're really interested in, uh, whether it's like a magazine article about like fashion, if you are into fashion or animals or like for me, I'm uh, more interested in uh, in novels, uh, in fictions uh, than in articles. So yes, take something that you would actually uh, read with pleasure and take something that is adapted to your level too. By the way, I have uh, um, recommended reading list uh, with my uh, personal favorite reads uh, on my website I will also include the links and you can sort uh, this it's a big table you can sort this um, table by level of difficulty so pick uh, something there if you don't know where, where to start once you have uh, your reading in front of you first tip so tip number one uh, look up a selection of words, not every word, a selection of, of the words that you think are truly essential to understand the context. So, um, you know, sometimes you can just pass uh, and you will still understand the story. But if you think, like, for example, you're reading a crime story and there is a word that you think is absolutely essential uh, for the understanding of um, of the action or maybe it's the, the, the name of the, the weapon or, you know, you, you see what I mean? So something that's truly essential to understand the, the story and or something, uh, a word that you're really interested in. Like it appears to you, want to, you really badly want to know what that word is. So you need to be patient because your vocabulary will build up over time and uh, as you'll meet the same new word several times uh, it will end up sinking it you will like absorb it and sometimes there's no not even a need to um, look up for that word look up that word um, if you come across or if you hear you know a word uh, several times you will end up working out by yourself what it means and just integrate it, uh, integrate it as part of your vocabulary. And I talk from a personal experience there. Although I don't remember a specific example to give you now, but that's a fact. Um, my tip number two would be um, that if uh, you look up in a French-English dictionary, so I, for example, my um, the dictionary that I use is an online uh, dictionary um, that you can find on the wordreference.com. I will put the link in the show notes. So once you are into a, a, a word entry, it's a good idea, like always to be curious. So you can look at uh, the different translations and the different contexts into which you can, um, you can use that word. So I'll give you an example, an example with the verb recevoir. And I actually did an episode about... Um, Recevoir, that was episode 127 of this podcast. So if I go on word reference and I type in recevoir, um, so that's going to be a verb. Um, here, the, the, all the entries are going to show me that it's always a verb, but you can use it in different uh, contexts. So it can mean to receive, to get. So for example, by the post. Um, 
Recevoir can also have a meaning of uh, collect or gather. So look at the examples that are given, if any, uh, in, in your um, dictionary. So ce réservoir reçoit l'eau de pluie. So this reservoir collects rainwater. Ah, okay. So with an, an example, you often like get it, right? Um, you also have recevoir as in to uh, receive or to get, but as um, like being a victim. So to have something uh, done on you. For example, uh, la victime a reçu deux blessures. Um, the victim received two wounds. So here recevoir is quite easy. It's also um, translated as receive. Same thing for recevoir as to receive, to welcome, to host um, someone at your place. Ma mère recevait ses amis le vendredi après-midi. My mother uh, entertained uh, friends on a Friday afternoon. Uh, but sometimes it's not translated as receive. But recevoir can also be like to... Um, Uh, to see in your office. So, for example, uh, Monsieur le directeur vous recevra bientôt. So, uh, the, the manager will, will see you soon. So, in his, in his office, he will accept to kind of to, to welcome you, to let you enter and have a meeting with you and have a talk with you. Recevoir can also be in the sense of uh, 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 to accept or to be admitted to uh, to get a place. For example, Pierre est reçu à uh, l'université de, um, de Yale. So Pierre um, has been admitted at Yale University. So it's interesting to uh, get interested in all the context. A same word can be used because... Um, In this example, which may not be the greatest example of all, uh, recevoir is often translated by re to receive, um, but not always as we've seen with uh, to collect or to gather or to entertain or to uh, get a place somewhere, etc., etc. My uh, third tip, I will uh, sum them up at the, the end, will be again and always to be curious uh, by exploring uh, the the derivative words. So, for example, if um, so, recevoir, we said it was a verb. What, what's the noun that comes from this verb? Or are there any uh, adjectives as well? Or So, I've done this in episode 127. Again, we've seen that from the verb recevoir, you can make the nouns uh, une réception, but also un uh, receveur for a tax collector, un récipient uh, for a, a container, the past participle uh, noun and adjective derived from the verb recevoir is uh, reçu. And as a noun, it means a, a receipt, like a payment receipt. As an adjective, it would be uh, received. I'm going to tell you a little bit about my uh, experience of improving or like expanding rather my vocabulary um, when I was living in China and I was learning Chinese and was very interested in the, in the Chinese characters. And Chinese characters are a perfect example of like the infinity of words that you can learn um, 
just by being curious and expanding and bouncing uh, from one Chinese character to the other. So for example, I'm going to take uh, the Chinese character um, that, that reads fa, and that means the law, the method, or uh, the model as well. If you add to uh, that Chinese character, the character depicting a, a person, um, and that's zhen, fa zhen is, uh, it's, a, it's a corporate judicial person. So it's the person of the law, literally. The same, in the same way, fa ling will be a decree. The um, ling being an order. So the order of the law. Fa yu. So forget my tones if you are a, a Chinese uh, speaker because I get them wrong sometimes. That's the hardest part for me with uh, Chinese. Fa yu um, is the French language. Yu uh, means the language and the talk. So to sp alors, so I'm not sure about the etymology of uh, um, choosing fa yu to describe French language. Is that because it's a straight language, uh, like in um, the way you can use uh, the, like the, the words, the, the sentences, the, the 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 syntax, or is it called fa yu as a reference to uh, the declarations of uh, human rights? Um, I would like be interested to know, and it's really fascinating to um, ask yourself all these questions. I continue a little bit, giving you uh, three more uh, Chinese words to illustrate my point. Um, we said that fa yu was um, so the um, the French language. Now yu fa, uh, which is literally the law or the model, the method of the language is the grammar. Fa yu is French and yu fa is grammar. Yu yin uh, means pronunciation. Yin being uh, the sound, the syllable. So yu yin literally is um, the, the, the rules, um, the, 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 the law of the sounds, the laws of the syllables. Therefore, uh, the pronunciation, almost the phonetics, if you want. And I can, like, you, you can then take any of these um, parts, any of these characters with yin. Uh, I'm sure with, so with yin as a sound syllable, I'm sure I can find more uh, derivative um, words from that. And with uh, fa, there are so many others as well. So you see what I mean? Just bouncing, bouncing, be curious. What can I do with that? Where does the word come from? Uh, is there uh, an adjective, a noun, uh, maybe even an opposite? Can I add a prefix, a suffix? Just simply, what other words are there in this in this family? Now, the third way uh, to expand uh, your vocabulary would be to um, go broader and using an association of ideas around a theme and to make a list. So, for example, uh, in a list, you could have the words host and guest, to host, to receive, to welcome, to shake hands, um, to 
like the la bees, so the the, the greeting kiss, um, and also uh, what can be related. Maybe you can add to your list uh, all the the ideas that you can bring for a present, like uh, the gift that you can bring along. So flowers, how do you say a bottle of wine, etc., etc. So just when you have a word, think about how many words can you brainstorm around that theme. Tip number four, in order to expand your vocabulary. So, you know, there's a, like a, a wide range of uh, words that you're going to learn. But among all these words, you're not going to actually remember them all. You're not going to uh, fully absorb and integrate them all. I consider that a word is integrated, is like part of you, that you own this word, um, the moment you manage to successfully, uh, I mean, uh, properly in the right context, reuse it. Uh, because some words, they're just going to um, be forgotten. But the moment that you can put it in the correct sentence, I think you've done most of the job. And that's why I invite you, um, just like you see examples written in the um, the entry, the word entry of your dictionary, when you see a word, try to um, write a sentence with it, with a context around it, to see what it looks like in it. And if you need any help, like ask a French uh, um, French speaking person or French speaking uh, or French expert around you to validate your sentence as being uh, actually correct. So maybe ask your French teacher or tutor, ask a, a French friend, or maybe ask me, even shoot me an email um, if it's going to be long or recurrent uh, use my uh, essay correction service and just send me uh, a bunch of sentences that you would like me to to check for you so why i say that i have a very precise example about uh, about that actually when i arrived in australia for uh, like to, to settle there to live with my uh, then partner and her husband um I bought a, a book, you know, with um, with uh, puzzles, like language games. I, I really like doing crosswords, for example. Uh, in French, I'm doing okay. In English, it's much more complicated. Uh, but I was determined. And so we were on a road trip. And uh, as a passenger, I was really trying hard to, to work out this, uh, these uh, grids of crosswords. And there was a word that I couldn't understand. Uh, it was the word... Uh, hover to hover and uh so yes my my partner told me like it's like to fly in a stationary way and i was like mm, okay i couldn't quite picture the thing and then so we went um we went along the the great ocean road if you know australia a little bit we had a break uh, at some point so we were uh, looking at the view looking at the um the ocean and there were birds so probably seagulls and so they were like playing and just flying uh, like in the wind and i saw one that was um just like high and not really moving just letting itself being carried by the wind and i said ah is that what hover is is the the, the bird hovering and he said uh, yeah that's it so i was like ah i got it and uh, i used it and it stayed with me and you see even the memory of me uh, reusing that word stays with me to that day and it was like seven years ago or so 
now my uh, tip number five would be and uh, like I assume that most of you, when you look up a word, you look in, uh, into a bilingual dictionary. But it can be interesting to use a French-only dictionary because then the word um, that you're looking up uh, will be explained by a definition. So you may or may not understand this definition, but that, that may be enough. But in addition, it's interesting to see, to study how definitions are written. So um, keep in mind when you see a definition that a, a noun is defined by a noun, an adjective is, is defined by another adjective or a relative proposition. So just if you're interested in grammar, it's interesting to see how definitions are written. And you may learn extra vocab along the way because maybe in the definition, uh, in order to understand um, the word that you were originally looking up, uh, it may be essential for you to uh, look up another word. And so that is how you build your uh, vocabulary. So I'm going to sum up my uh, five tips Oh, I think I have six tips and not five, actually. So um, let's go. So number one will be to look up the only the words that you think are truly essential to understand uh, the, the story or the context. Don't look up every word. You'll be overwhelmed and discouraged, right? Just be patient. Number Two, uh, when you look up a word in a bilingual dictionary, have a look at uh, all the different, um, the different translations and the different contexts in which the word can be used. Number three, um, also explore the uh, derivated words, so words from the same family. What's the verb? What's the adjective? What's the past participle? The present participle? What's the noun for it, etc.? Number four, play brainstorming uh, um, with association of ideas. What other word around the same theme can you think of? Number five, try to own the word by uh, reusing it successfully in context. Do write or uh, say it with a context uh, around it. Think about, oh, this bird is hovering. Number six, use a French-only dictionary. Explore how the definition is written and potentially look up uh, any other words uh, that you really need to to understand the original word. Now, to reinforce uh, the, the, the learning of these words, you can use an app uh, like Quizlet. Uh, Quizlet is... Um, so it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a site, it's a service that allows you to uh, make flashcards and there are a few games as well that so make the, the, your words appear and appear again. You can create vocab lists uh, around different themes. It's your personal little list of all the words that you uh, choose to enter in it. So why not? Um, but make it a, like a pleasure, not a not a task. And if you are going to um, so to make flashcards or a vocab list, by the way, I have um, a video about how to uh, make French vocabulary lists. I put the links in the in the show notes as well. So 
I give you a few tips there as well. And if you have any additional tips on how to expand your French vocabularies, uh, I'd love to know about them and I'm sure the other listeners uh, would too. So leave a, a comment in the comment section of the episodes. That's at frenchalway.com.au slash podcast 136. Thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of French Away Podcast. <laughs>